Hello, Misketeers! Welcome back to Missing Out Monday, where we tell you what we're into. Start your week off right. I'm sorry, Jay. I'm Lex Michael. Lex Michael, what are you into this week? All right, so you know what I watched? I just uh, spent the last couple of days just chomping through all five episodes of the Netflix docuseries, The Family. Are uh-huh. you aware of this? Um, I don't think so. Tell me about it. All right. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to aggressively ruffle too many feathers, but it's based on a couple of books. Uh, one is called The Family, and one I believe is called. I think it's just called Sea Street. And it's essentially about. I mean, I don't know how how else you describe it other than uh, like a Christian mafia that has been growing and uh, becoming more and more entwined with politics and not just in the United States, but globally and the lengths that they're willing to go to, to push their agenda and spread their agenda far and wide. And I, again, I'm going to err on the side of saying too little because I don't (laughs) want to, I don't want to make people upset unduly. Right. But we don't spoil on this podcast. So, you know, keep, keep it quiet. But I think most of us can agree that things are pretty bad right now uh and things are pretty turbulent in this country and there's a lot of conversation about whose interests some of our leaders our uh, supposed leaders are serving i've been paying a lot of attention to those conversations for a long time and this is not a politics podcast so i'm not going to get too far into the weeds on this But uh, suffice it to say, whether you think things are super untoward or not, Russia has played a very big role in these conversations, if nothing else. But there was always a really big piece of that equation that that felt uh, unexplained to me. Feels like if you want to buy all the way into the the narrative uh, in terms of our political situation right now and Russia, that explains almost everything that's going on, but not quite. Not quite everything to me. Yeah. Um, why are certain people content if this is true, if I'm not trying to piss people off, if that narrative is true, why are there so many people who are just standing by and letting it happen? So many uh-huh. people on, let's say, one side of the aisle who are just standing by and letting it happen. That didn't explain it satisfactorily for me. The family gave me that missing piece. Okay. Um, and it... it uh, it's to, they they make it very very clear that this group called the family this very secretive organization they live there's a, a building so they call it C Street which is sort of like their clubhouse a very secretive clubhouse and their their organization's influence has uh, extended so so far um, that they're they're effectively they're effectively contributing to shaping policy you know what i mean like in the name of their religion and their their specific worldview and like we're we're ordained by god to do x or y but you also see in this docuseries how it's also tied pretty directly into what may or may not be happening with russia and the sights they have on you know their goals and what that might mean for us gotcha i'm talking around a lot because like i keep saying I don't want to piss too many people off, but I would highly, highly, highly encourage people to seek us. Only five episodes. All episodes are under an hour. It's deeply fascinating. Yeah. And deeply troubling as well. 
but very current and very, very, in my opinion, important uh, bit of, uh, uh, it's called documentation. The the one thing that's a little hokey about it, there are a couple of dramatized scenes that they lean on it less and less uh, as the episodes go, but there are a couple of dramatized scenes in the first couple episodes that I just it felt kind of hokey and unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, I like seeing James Cromwell and stuff, but I just, it felt a little unnecessary, but I think um, it's a riveting, fascinating. And if I may be so bold, in my opinion, somewhat necessary watch. Okay. So I would encourage people to go seek it out. And also bear in mind, like a lot of what's going on right now, if, if somebody states to you what is actually happening, it will sound crazy. It absolutely will because it is so massive, right? And so far-reaching. Take take the time and learn and decide for yourself if you believe some of the really big things people are suggesting are going on or not. Decide right. for yourself. Yeah, but I would highly recommend folks check this out. Yeah, and factor what they learn into their understanding of the situation, not just in the United States but globally. Okay. It's October. We're doing spooky shit all month. There's some scary stuff that they talk about in this documentary. Okay, yeah. So, guys, check out The Family on Netflix. Um, me, what what's today's date? Today's the 21st. Um, so about a month ago, I went to go check out a little-known uh, musical called Beetlejuice. Oh, goodness. How was that? It was amazing. Do they got, my first question, do they keep the Harry Belafonte songs? I don't know what that means. The, like, Calypso music. The songs that are in the movie. Yes, like Are, is is uh jump in the line? Is that what you're yeah, talking about? Yeah, yes, um, yes. Those songs stay. I mean, they'd have to, right? Yes, they're yeah. part of the the DNA of the like. So here's what I like about it. Um, they expand the 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 characters. They they really dive into Lydia as a as a person, and you get to it. It kind of marries. Uh, some of the things I liked about the animated series with like Beetlejuice and uh, Lydia being friends. Mm. Um, and it uh, also expands kind of your understanding of the, the not deets cause that's, uh, but like uh, Adam and, and Barbara. Yeah. The, yeah. So it really, the Maitlands. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it really expands your, your kind of relationship with them and it, early on establishes their uh th- their reluctance to have children and they feel like it's part of like a, a, it's a next step that th- is expected of them but is is not something that they feel ready for which helps inform their relationship to Lydia right um because Lydia uh which they go into in the in not in the movie but in the musical that like she had recently lost her mom and that's why they moved into this house. And, uh, and so it's about her relationship with her dad and her dad, not wanting to confront those feelings. Interesting. Um, so yeah, they, they really like explore a a lot of different themes. Um, the music is phenomenal. Um, the, the set design is fantastic. They use a lot of, uh, I would describe them as classic, magic tricks to kind of simulate the the Beetlejuice magic. Yeah. Um, which I thought was a really fun way of doing that. Um, like it's a lot of onset practical design. Um 
and uh, Beetlejuice, the character, is super fourth wall breaking, which is like what we're all about these days. Right. Um, but it's it's in a really fun way that like really uh, keeps the the show going. Uh, and also, uh, if you have a chance, check out the all the songs are available on Spotify. Um, so you can you can listen to it from not like from from beginning to end and that like all the big musical numbers are included i'm looking at, i'm i'm adding it to my library as we speak as you should um and like even even on the album there's some like fun uh fourth wall breaking which i think is really fun um but like the guy who plays beetlejuice is amazing um and the the young woman who plays Lydia is also her voice is phenomenal um her acting she she finds a way of really bringing uh bringing Lydia's like her sadness but also the fact that she's pretty uh savvy mm-hmm. she finds a way of like playing that really well um and the the supporting like the the supporting cast is also amazing like uh her dad like they change the way his character is a little bit he has a bit more agency and in the movie uh the mom was kind of like or not the mom but the stepmom was really like driving things forward right but and he was kind of just like i want to go fishing meow 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 just meow. wants to do business with maxi dean right yeah um but he has a he has a lot more agency in this one and uh like yes I, so i think that everyone should check it out it'll make you feel things it'll make you laugh uh some parts might even make you cry do they do the sandworms yes are they like so they do like practical sandworms yes i'm going right now right fuck this podcast i'm going right now (laughs) um uh lex didn't you see their performance on the tonys no oh boy you gotta see it i'm a i'm a lapsed theater kid I don't know what that means. It means I used to be a theater kid who, who pit, like when I was in high school, I was definitely, I had more of an awareness of like, what were the musicals that are happening right now? And like was listening to more albums and was watching maybe not the entire Tony ceremony, but certainly a lot of the highlights. And I just fell off at a certain point, not because I reject, I didn't turn my back on Broadway, sir, but I, I definitely lost feel like I, I lost something i lost my connection to it so uh, no i didn't and not like no, fuck the tony no i just i didn't i didn't catch it right you you got you got a lot of interests you know what i'm saying some things fall off um but i would yes i would encourage you to check out the tony performance it'll give you a, a sense of uh the set design and, and like the performances and i also encourage you to listen to the songs on um on spotify uh just to because that's what I've been doing for the last month is just having that album on repeat. Um, because also the music itself, like Beetlejuice came out in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, even the songs that are not, um, that are original to the musical have kind of an eighties flair to them. Okay. Which I really like. There's like a, a very, um, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, but yes, it'll, it'll really, uh, take you back to the eighties, baby. Like even uh, even when you get your suggested tracks from Spotify, if it's you're all listening, it's, 80s stuff. it's all eighties stuff because it's it's such uh, a throwback. Do they um, do they if they if they do any kind of overture like like many musicals do? 
uh, do they weave in, or at any point in the show, any of uh, Elfman's music from the movie? Yes. Nice. It's all there, baby. I'm going now. I'm mad. I'm not there already. All right. Well, um, I'll wrap up this podcast. You can get right to it. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be like slamming on the door of the Pantages, demanding to know why there's no showing of Beetlejuice <laughs> today. They're like, sir, it's still in New York. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, what are you guys into? Let us know by hitting us up on Twitter at Missing Outcast, M-I-S-S-I-N-G-O-U-T-C-A-S-T. Uh, or you can hit us up on our personal social media. Lex, where can they find you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the Lex Michael. Ooh, and I'm at Tari J, T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Don't you join us tomorrow where we talk about the book turned audio <laughs> drama. Uh, you you made me feel sick. Uh. Oh, too bad. Is do, do you think that you have a alien inside of you? Oh, I did it. I did it. I found a way to, to <laughs> segue back. Um, we're talking about alien. Uh, it's alien uh, out of the dark or out of the shadows. I always do that. Um, it is the book by... Tim LeBon uh, turned audio drama on Audible. Uh, we're going to be going through the facets that we liked, um, the things that uh, were really intriguing, the mythology, um, the expansion of the greater alien universe. Uh, so make sure to join us tomorrow. It's going to be a great, great discussion. And we'll also put a, in case you haven't heard it, we'll put a little link in the description for you to, to check it out. So do that. Uh, And so until tomorrow, have a great Monday. Do do that. (laughs) Great Mondays are great. (laughs) Well spoken. (laughs)